Hello, my dudes, and welcome back to the fucking tangent telephone, baby. Okay, look, I just spent a goddamn long time trying to soundproof this room, at least the doors, okay? I bought stuff to put like in the crevices, in the nooks, in the crannies, or just like, you know, around the frame of the door. And I did that. It didn't fucking work. I don't think it sounds just as loud in here to me at least like the thing is like i have this is you don't give a fuck about this but maybe someone can help me the only door that like lets in sound is this one right here which is the worst one because it's it's in this room this window right here nothing you don't get any sound from any of the windows and then there's another door glass door in the living room that leads to outside and sound doesn't come through there so i was thinking like oh yeah there's like a pretty big gap you know in this door but, and so i'm like okay if i get this soundproofing thing it's gonna fix it it's gonna seal it so i did that and there's still sound coming through like just as much sound like it didn't do anything to the naked ear you know what i mean At, like you can probably still hear cars and also it took me so long to do that that it hit 5 p.m. and that's when it gets like extra loud, you know, because like, okay, hold for the fucking motorcycle. I say people are getting off work, but like who's, I mean, yes, there's nine to fives in LA, but like no one I know has one. No one I know has one. Anyway, so it got loud. My, here's my promise to you. I probably shouldn't make promises like this because you never know, but my goal anyway is to have this room soundproofed by next week. So because I, here's the thing, I got really cool looking like panels to have behind me, but like that's not the issue. Ain't no sound coming in from any of the walls really in this entire apartment except for that door. I got the sound panels. I'm like, ooh, this is gonna make it sound so much better. It's not gonna probably do much. I don't really know though, we'll see. If I have to record in my closet, so be it. Um, hi. <laughs> Should I update you? Should we just get into it? Like, I don't know. I don't know what the vibe is. You know what I, I did realize though? And like, I already knew this. I need to not touch this table because I do think something is shaking. So I'm gonna, I feel like I noticed that in the last episode. If I had my elbows on the table, it was kind of shaking something and like it was picking up on the mic. So, and I just totally manifested that by saying have my elbows on the table. Oh, I realized, which I already knew this, but it just really implanted in my brain that when I have someone here, even if they're not, obviously he wasn't mic'd last week and I didn't really want him to be, you know? I thought I would just like repeat the word and then, but it ended up being like some of the things were so funny and so I had to like try and actually get his voice to be in the video and the audio because it was actually kind of funny. But I realized that when I have someone here, even if they're not a part of the podcast, like with my other podcast that I used to have, um, Nudecast, Ooh, I need to talk about that, kind of, but I'll do that in a second. It was in a studio and I had a producer and <laughs> I feel like I, I just, I was so much more into it because I felt like someone was there listening to me and I know you're listening to me, but you know what I mean, in real time, someone was there listening and he was laughing, like he would laugh at like basically everything I said, <laughs> which was really great for my ego, you know, I needed that because if I'm just sitting here by myself, it's a little bit, it's a weird thing. It's a weird thing. I have done it for a super long time because I've done YouTube for so long, 
but it, it is helpful to have someone else there even if they're just spectating you know so i like that about last week but speaking of nude cast it's coming back kind of in a different way it's not gonna before it was like the podcast was nude cast and the first half was regular podcast the whole thing had video but the first half was just like regular podcast i had guests the second half it was like okay if you want to see the actual nude cast which we would be naked or i would at least be naked um you go to my only fans and then you watch the second half of the podcast and i just happened to be naked it wasn't like a sexual thing it just happened it just was like hey now we're naked and that was cool but since i have this podcast and i'm clearly not naked <laughs> um i think what i'm gonna do every week when i'm recording this podcast at the end of it i'll be like now i'm gonna go do nude cast and if you want to watch that then you can go over there and watch that am i making sense so it's kind of like a back like a marathon like a back-to-back podcast basically like think about like in the 90s well i don't i don't really remember the 90s but think about like when you were in grade school and you would like come home and you knew that like from 3 to 3 30 it was full house and then like from 3 30 to four it was sister sister and you were like yes this hour is my bitch i'm gonna get my cheez-its and my apple juice and i'm gonna fucking watch this shit it's like that but with this podcast and then my naked podcast it's that that was a great analogy and i'm gonna pat myself on the back for that one the thing is i want to be able to record without having to stop because I'm not joking, like at least three times every minute, there's a very, very, very loud sound that I assume will be picked up by the mic. So I just, I wanna not have to edit these as much as I've had to because of that. We'll figure it out. But for now, it's like, it's a little bit of a lot. You know, it's a lot of, a little bit. It's a lot, it's just a lot, it's a lot. And I realized that this chair is actually too low <laughs> for the current setup because the table won't go any lower. Anywho, now that we have, Oh, did you hear that? Oh, did you hear that? Now that we've talked about all the technical jargon, I freaking hate that word. I hate it. I hate it. Let's get into the phone booth. And actually, we have added some prompts to the phone booth. I had the judge of last week's spelling bee. I say judge. He First of all, he couldn't even pronounce half of the words. Second of all, I won no matter what. So I'm gonna sit like on my knees and my foot because I wanna be tall enough. For this shot but ow i actually have an event to go to tonight no is it tonight i don't even know if it's tonight or tomorrow but it's like a pre-espies party red carpet situation um i'm also really sad that i couldn't go to the barbie premiere and i actually got invited to it i'm actually so sad i have like all of the barbie merch like barbie was my life as a child i don't even want to talk about it i don't want to talk about it <laughs> But yeah, did I mention that we added more prompts to here? I don't know what they are, but I had the judge. The judge. I need to give that man a nickname for you guys. I'm gonna refer to him as Chives because he's not my assistant, but he basically would do anything that I said. So we're gonna call him Chives. Cause isn't that kind of just sort of like a Chives? Isn't that like a, like a, my driver Chives or like my butler Chives? It sounds right, but I can't think of any examples where someone was named Chives and they were like the help. Why did I just pull words that people use wrong? Was that not episode number one? I thought I threw away. Okay. List as many idioms as you can off the top of your head. 
I don't think this is one of the new ones. I think this one was in there because I don't think Chives would have... Sorry, Chives. I don't think he would have known what an idiom is. Not that he's stupid. He's smart, but like, I don't think words were... Actually, he did tell me that he was like really good at like writing in English and stuff. And But he didn't know what a curmudgeon was. He didn't know how to say gourmand. Okay, I'm gonna stop questioning Chives's intelligence. Chives's. Chives. Chives's. List as many idioms off the top of it. <sighs> Sorry, I had to yawn. That was like a very weird emergency yawn situation. And yes, when I yawn, I make the sound of like a dog yawning. List as many idioms off the top of your head as possible. Okay, the first thing that comes to my head is cute as a button. Should I go rapid fire? You know what though? Cute as a button is also, it's also a simile. But it is an idiom because it's not literal, so it has to be an idiom and a simile. You know what? I think it's both. I think cute as a button is both a simile and an idiom. I am just... This is like the third episode where we've talked about sort of things like this. Like we literally last week had a spelling. The first episode was words are using wrong. But hey, I mean, it, to be fair, it was more like definitions the first time. And then last week it was spelling. And now... We're talking figures of speech, okay? We're talking similes and idioms. Yes, it could be, I should probably just rename this podcast English class or something. Um, but they're not, it's not always gonna be like this, okay? I've listed one idiom so far and already gone on a tangent. Okay, cute as a button, which we've established in my brain right now, which I might look it up later and realize that I'm wrong, but I think that's a simile and an idiom. Two peas in a pod. Do I need to be defining what these mean also? Or they're self-explanatory, they're self-explanatory. Oh my gosh, there are so many actually. I'm, I feel like I use idioms a lot. Um, walking on eggshells. I have, a I have a tattoo of an idiom. Hang in there, burst someone's bubble, or burst your bubble, burst my bubble. This is gonna be boring if I just keep going, I feel. The obvious one, break a leg. Stealing, some stealing my thunder, stealing someone's thunder, steal your thunder. <laughs> Ooh, one of my personal favorites, speak of the devil. Or what I prefer is, speaking of the devil, <laughs> there's a lot of idioms for something being like easy, like a piece of cake, um, it's not rocket science. I'm gonna just start saying them in the way that I would say them if I were saying them, you know? You're on thin ice, buddy, okay? You're on thin ice. If you're listening to this or watching this, I bet you're also thinking of like a million. I feel like any little phrase that I run through my brain right now, like most of them are idioms. You're on thin ice, buddy, that ship has sailed. Honestly, speaking only idioms challenge for a day. I could probably do it. Let's get this show on the road. Let's get this show on the road, bitches. The cabs are here. Cabs are here is literal, but let's get this show on the road. The classic, the obvious, don't cry ever spilled milk. Spilt milk. Grass isn't always greener on the other side. Or the grass is greener on the other side. I can't wrap my brain around. Okay, this is something I say a lot. Like I can't wrap my brain around it. I think it's my head, but I can't wrap my brain around it. I can't wrap my head around it. You got um, something I heard a lot as a child from my mom. You're being a pain in the neck or a pain in my neck. You're, you're a pain in the neck. <laughs> so mean. You're on ice, buddy. You're on ice, okay? We got judging a book by its cover. Uh, there's so many. It's like, this would be the most boring podcast on the planet if I just sat here and the silver lining. Every cloud has a silver lining. If I just sat here and thought of idioms, you know? You can't get your cake and eat it too. What is, what is, what is the one I'm thinking of that has to do with a dime? Dime a dozen? Penny for your thoughts? 
Okay. This is just like... No one's learning anything. <laughs> we should pick another topic or I'll just start like oversharing about my life. And that's like not what I want this podcast to be. What was the last concert you went to? Ooh. Tea, honestly. Wait, was that the last one? I've been to like shows and or like clubs where there's... But like actual concert would have been in November, the end of November. I think. Have I been to a concert concert since then? Maybe, but I'm still going to go with this story because it's the most memorable <laughs> and upsetting. I had front row, VIP, everything, all of it, tickets to see the weekend in Los Angeles. And the show was actually supposed to be back in September. Well, actually, the tour kept getting postponed and postponed. And then it ended up like changing and he, like COVID shit lasted so long that he merged what would have been just like his after hours tour with his dawn fm tour and so it was after hours till dawn i think my rings are probably being really loud um so anyway it, pro it probably would have been back in like 2020 but it was set to be in september of last year 2022 yeah i had an amazing seat a really good ticket anyway so it was in september and what's crazy is that i ended up not being able to go I mean, I could have tried, but I, I I remember feeling super sick. It was a Saturday. I thought like, maybe I'm just like so anxious and stressed and fucked up from like shit with my ex that my body is, but no, I actually like, I remember feeling so sick. I like actually thought maybe I had COVID. I don't know, it was weird. Looking back, I'm actually just now putting together that I think it's because that was around the time that I would have gotten pregnant. Um, yeah would have been in September. So it could have been that I was feeling, I don't know, who knows. But anyway, I, I couldn't go and I was like, this is such a fucking bummer. I'm like, ugh, I'm supposed to be at this concert, but instead I'm at my ex's parents' house, like laying on his couch, taking a nap while he's playing video games. And then I guess it was like the end of his tour um, in the United States. And so something happened and he like lost his voice after like two songs. And so, you know, out of all the shows, it just so happened that the one that I was supposed to go to ended up getting postponed. And I was like, oh my god, fucking, what, what a great thing for me. Like, I couldn't go because I was sick. And then I find out, like, on Twitter that the show was stopped and, like, they said they were gonna set a new date. So then, a while later, I hear that the new date is, it was at the end of November. It was, like, two days after Thanksgiving. Now... <laughs> I don't want to get into this right now, but so I was pregnant and well, basically the day before Thanksgiving, my ex and I were supposed to drive up north to see my parents and he's never, he had never met, he has never, had never met my parents and it was going to be the first time and it was for Thanksgiving after like two years of dating and I was pregnant and all this stuff. Anyway, the night before we were supposed to go, he just, um, we're going to make this such a short, I'm not going to get into this at all. Uh, he just blocks me everywhere, <laughs> blocks me everywhere, and yep, yep, so <laughs> we're gonna fast forward to the day of the concert. I had just gotten back into LA, and I was a wreck, you guys. If you've watched my YouTube videos, or actually if you've seen my Patreon videos, I literally have footage from this night. I was a wreck, you know, it, I was going through some really hard shit and I was pregnant. So I, I'm i like, you know what? I'm gonna get ready and I'm gonna go to this concert. Like, I'm gonna go to this fucking concert and I'm gonna have fun because like, I've been wanting this, I've been wanting to go 
to this concert for so long. So I go there and I meet this really cool girl, like right off the bat, meet this cool girl. I went by myself. I was gonna go with my ex. Um, I meet this really cool girl who also went by herself, like right off the bat. We're both in VIP. And also weirdly, she ended up like, she was from Utah and she like grew up Mormon too. I don't know, it was odd. We were like quite similar. I had been feeling like sick to my stomach, so anxious, so overwhelmed, so like heartbroken, so confused, abandoned, all of it, you know? And I got, we got there pretty early. It's like the doors are at like seven, six or seven, but then like he doesn't actually go on to like 9, 30, 10. So I get there, let's say I get there at seven. I make it about five minutes before he goes on stage. I, I can feel like, I don't even know how to explain it. I, I have had many panic attacks in my life, but it was, it felt so different or, it, or I don't know what it was. And it wasn't because I was in a big stadium. Like I don't get like social anxiety. I don't get like, you know, panic attacks from like that sort of thing. Like I, I love that environment, but it was just internal. I was like, so I was about to like break out into tears, pass out, shit my pants. I don't know. I had to book it out of the stadium and I had to, first of all, get out of the building, walk in my platform boots in Inglewood, which is not a safe place if you don't know. I had parked in the parking lot, which was like probably a half a mile or three quarters of a mile of a walk. And it took me so long on the way there. And I was just thinking like, I'm about to have to go walk through the stadium to get out. And all these people were like, once you leave here, you can't go back in once you leave. And I was like, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Like I was literally like, at this moment, I had already like texted a few people, including my one of my sisters and my dad. And I'm just gonna be real, real right now. Like I was very suicidal in that moment, not just in that moment, in that time in general, until I was able to compartmentalize and be like, I have to be alive because I have a living thing inside of me. Anyway, moving past that, I'm walking down the streets in Inglewood at like 10 p.m. And as I'm getting close to the parking garage, I start hearing Abel's voice. And he had come on stage and started playing it. And I, I was so, I couldn't, like in that moment, I don't even know how to explain to you like how fucked up I was, not just that night, but like, that, that whole time of my life. And if you like watch my YouTube, you you know a little bit of it, but like, I there's no word for the emotions. I, I, I've tried to say like anguish, but then like when I lost my daughter, I feel like that was true anguish, but you know what? They both were like that night, I slept in my car. Cause I, I, so loud. Anyway, I slept in my car. Um, I, I got back to my car, I was sobbing, losing my mind. Like, I did have a panic attack. I, my sister was calling me, leaving me voice memos. My dad was texting me. Like, it was a very dark night, okay? And I remember I had bought a hoodie because it was pretty cold in there and I'm like wearing it. And I felt so bad because I was gonna like go out with a girl after. But I, I will say, <laughs> this is actually, I haven't like ever said this. I haven't even like talked about this anywhere, but there was a security guard or he was like keeping the people on in the first floor section, basically from getting on the stage. You know, they have like people standing there and he was like this younger dude. And the girl that I had met was I think 29 or 30. And she was like, do you think he's kind of cute? 
I was like, yeah, he's super cute. Like, and also he had been like looking over at us. I, he wasn't like my type, but he was like a cute, he was like a attractive man. And he had been looking over at us and I had noticed it. And I just assumed that he had been staring at her because that's just what I assume. I don't know, she was really pretty. And basically we, when we got out to the lobby to like, I think we went to just go to the bathroom and get our hoodies and she was gonna get a drink and we come back. I'm like, just go up to him and be like, hey, like, I think you're cute. Cause that's what I would do. I would go up to him and be like, hey, I think you're really attractive. Just wanted to let you know. But she was too like afraid to do that. So I ended up going up to him being like, hey, I see that you keep looking over at my friend. I don't remember exactly what I said. Honestly, like I said, this time in my life was just quite literally a blur, but I do know this. Um, I basically told him that she thought he was cute and he also thought she was cute. She went up to him after that and they exchanged numbers, they were talking. In fact, it was while they were talking that I had to book it out of there because I thought I was gonna die. And another thing is like The Weeknd's music is like every song has a piece of my heart and it like correlates with a part of my life and specifically the dawn fm album came out when i was with my ex and like there were just some songs in there that like i would i've only just now been able to start listening to his well a couple months ago been able to start listening to his music again and that's always how it is after a breakup like i cannot listen to his music <laughs> because it's just so tied to like all these eras of my life since 2011. Like through every adult relationship I've had, there has been a weekend album or a couple weekend albums. And like, I just started thinking about that and kind of spiraling and like, who's supposed to be here? And I'm pregnant and like left alone, just all, all of these things. And so, it, yeah, that was when I had to walk back. It took so long, I had blisters on my feet. Slept in my car, not in the parking garage. I don't remember where I slept in my car. It was horrible. And that was a really sad story. Yeah, it was such a bummer. It was like, I had been looking forward to it since 2020. And then it just so happened that the one that I was too sick to go to like got rescheduled. I am sad that I didn't stay there and stick it out, but I also, it wasn't an option. Like I truly was having a panic attack and felt like I was gonna die, felt like, I remember walking up, like, cause it's like a fucking, it's a long walk to get out of that building. You have to like go up all of these back and forth, whatever you call those, I don't know. Switchbacks, I don't know what the word is, but it's just like, you're going down and down and down and down and down. It's so much and I couldn't breathe. I felt like I could not breathe. And like, yes, I've had panic attacks, but it's not usually, it's not usually like that. I don't know how to explain it. I mean, I was at the point where like, I was in such shambles, but I couldn't even like give a fuck about all of the people around and like <laughs> anyone looking at me. Like I didn't give a fuck that I was walking in Inglewood and like, you know, I was wearing jeans and like a crop top. Oh, but I had a hoodie on at the end and my boots. Like I didn't give a fuck. I was like, someone honestly, someone come mug me right now. I do not care. I, I could like, I have had goosebumps the whole time I'm explaining this because I, I try like not to think about this night that often because it kind of was like the starting point for months of the worst months of my life and I don't want to go back there right now. So, but that was the last concert that I went to and you know, I saw the openers, I saw Mike Dean. I just remember like almost getting into that parking garage and hearing him start playing. It was, it was awful and look, 
I'm, we're not gonna get into like if I know him in real life or not. The ones that know, know. So it's not like, oh my gosh, I could have seen him for the first time in my life. It was not that. It's just like genuinely his music. I feel like it's like defined my life for the last 12 years. Every part of my life, when I look back, I genuinely attach it to like one of his eras too. You know what I mean? <laughs> my camera's dying. It's like, shut up, bitch. I guess, yeah, that was the last like singular concert. Like I've been to festivals and like, of course, when you go to Vegas, you see people. Should I go to a concert in Arizona? I can't remember, but that concert is definitely sticking in my mind because I've never spent that much money on a concert. That's number one. And number two, it was fucking horrendous. And I didn't get to hear the artist. So that's that. My camera's about to die. So thank you so much for watching or listening to this week's podcast. Please go leave me a review on Spotify or Apple. No one is leaving reviews. I mean, there's a few, but like some loser gave me one star before I had even released an episode. So it's like bringing the average way down. Please just rate it five stars. It takes like two seconds. I love you so much. Um, and subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, whatever. My camera just died on me and I just turned it off and on and I just wanted to say bye before it does it again, but I don't.